Hey, what's going on? This is Billy Newman, and you're listening to the Billy Newman Photo Podcast for Monday, what is it, April 16th, 2018. I guess it's tax day tomorrow, right? The 17th this year? Normally it's the 15th, but that fell on a Sunday, so then I guess they move it a couple days. I guess Tuesday to make it easier on you if you forgot Monday. I, fortunately, for the first year in a few years, have uh, finished my taxes and have filed it, which is great. And kind of cool, and I finally uh, did enough work this year to to kind of file some deductions and sort of have stuff work out for me. But man, like everybody's always talked about, taxes are interesting to get used to. Um, but it's really not a huge burden for me a lot of the time because I don't make any money a lot of the time. I guess that's uh, that's a stipulation to pay taxes, so <laughs> I got them there at least. But uh, as it goes, taxes are due. I think I just got that finished. Like I, I submitted my tax paperwork. It's a lot of stuff when you kind of run in a small business or uh, when you when you get started with an LLC. And I still don't know a thing about personal finance or accounting as it goes for working with a small business or what you're able to deduct or what you're able to file or uh, just how you're able to operate as a, as a business. And, and I don't really get to do that because, uh, you know, it's like hardly it's, you know, it's what I'm interested in. And it's what I'm working on, but it's not really something that's that lucrative to where I have a lot of ex- incoming or you know expenses and purchase orders. You know, like a real business might have. You know, like there's not so much ingoing and outgoing uh, money to really have to worry about the tax stuff like that. But as it goes, I guess 2018 is my year of looking up, and uh, maybe I'll make so much money this year from shooting weddings that I'll have to. I have to really double down and get a bookkeeper and an accountant to, to try and straighten out all the uh, tax liability I'll have. But um, that's a blessing and a curse, I guess, right? Um, so uh, so tax day, good luck with everybody uh, getting their taxes in on time. What I'm going through right now, though, outside of taxes, because that's boring, right? Um, what I'm going through right now is I'm trying to um, to do like a, a social networking rebuild. I talked about it a bit on the last podcast and some of it's some of it's sort of loosely based on like the Facebook, um, like Mark Zuckerberg testifying in front of uh, Congress. And it's also part of just sort of the, the general idea that, uh, that really I've been working. It's, it's hardly that data collection stuff from Facebook, but that's sort of an impetus to, to try and get interested about what's happening with my data. Where's it go? What am I doing with it? Does it work for me? And that's really the biggest question is like, does this thing I'm doing work for me to to a way that really organizes some benefit that I notice. And really a lot of the time for me, as it goes right now, it, it does not optimally. It works well and there's a lot of services that are good, but uh, I think uh, it's reasonable like every 10 years to go through and kind of audit some of these free services that we use to see if there wasn't something better or different or, or just kind of uh, to, I don't know, just something else to try and use for a little while but as it goes like uh twitter really what i'm talking about better or different it's like um who am i following on these social networks and you look at it really a lot of these people uh you've kind of like been around for a long time and uh really like as it goes there's like friends and family and that's all really cool and you want to keep that around but there's a lot of these um these dead accounts that's the biggest thing that i'm noticing as i go through instagram or as i go through uh, Facebook or Twitter, but but any of these liked pages or any of these kind of novelty pages about facts from history or uh, travel information about this or you know just some kind of like update sort of feature system or a company, a lot of those have gone out. They've they've just kind of gone kaput. When you whenever I followed them 
let's say eight years ago when Twitter was just getting hot in 2009, they didn't really, they didn't stick around like I did, right? There's not real people anymore there. They're just sort of abandoned accounts. And I see that with a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things that are, that are kind of there. And that's, you know, that's my own fault for, uh, for sort of what is curated in my, my network. I guess that's like what I would do. But that's what I'm saying is over all these years, there's just been things that have gone overlooked and they still kind of remain. Like what I was going through earlier was all of the liked pages on my Facebook page. And there's a huge number, like more than a hundred or so that are just sort of silly nonsense things that, that were kind of brought in over the, or they're, you know, they're photographs or they're, they're photographers or you know, some kind of outdoor thing or media thing. But it, it was just sort of uh, just to try and participate for a moment 10 years ago and they abandon the page. There's no content there. So it's really just about like, all right, well, who's driving content? Who do I want to participate and want to follow? And that's really like a, an efficiency of my time. So there's all the friends and family and you want to kind of participate with them in as much, many ways as you can. And Facebook's a great tool to do that. You really don't have to be oversensitive of, you know, not allowing people you do know in real life to, to communicate with you. It, it's for that. It's for connecting with the goofballs you went to high school with. I understand that. Um, but it's also maybe a way where you can sort that a little bit, or you can kind of clean it up in a way that, uh, that kind of works for you if you, you know, need to. And, uh, and on top of that, there's sort of the, the current layer where I want to participate with them. I want to have like, uh, the, the network effect that comes along with, uh, with some of the social networking that you get into or the social media, uh, like content development that you go through. But um, I want to try and like get a network of people that I'm interested in together, but I kind of want to push some of the old group of people out to the side a little bit. I want to try and focus my attention a little bit more on um, just sort of like the important things that I could think of, the, the things that really occupy my time daily, the people that occupy my time daily. And I want to try and see a little bit more of that. But I'm also trying to find new authors that I like. You know, that's a, that's a thing that hasn't really come around for a few years now is, uh, is kind of that, that new period of time where you're finding like uh, you're finding new music artists, you're finding new writers or new photographers that, uh, that are interesting to you that are kind of like earlier on or, or I don't know, just people that you haven't seen the content before. And I get so exhausted from kind of trying to follow and keep up with 1,700 people that, uh, that are all professionals, that are all kind of putting out the same sort of great but boring, mediocre, uh, well, I won't say mediocre art, but it's a, mediocre, it's, it's, a, it's a weak communication, I guess is what I would say. Fantastic photograph, but a weak communication because it doesn't make me f- feel anything or it doesn't really um, attach. It's just, it's just always the, the, the same. And maybe that's me or maybe that's just the oversaturation of images in general, but... Uh, but it's definitely part of it where I'm really trying to find people that I'm, I'm actually more attached to. So it's not just some generic wedding photographer that's having a great shoot in beautiful light and everything's perfect with a great camera. And it's a beautiful couple that looks amazing. There's a lot of, there's a lot of communications like that that are a little bit more, I guess they, they land on the side of platitude. And it's not really that earnest sort of genuine honesty that you want to see in art creation. And so, uh, so for myself, trying to get a little more genuine this season, I want to try and sort of strip out a lot of the marketing content that I've seen. A lot of the stuff where it's, you know, it's just some company trying to produce viral photographs, whatever that means. I want to cut those people out and I want to really focus in on the people that I think are genuine and, and trying to do some stuff. And I don't know how to do that. That's really the next part of it is how do you make a modern Rolodex? 
Like back in the day, do you remember? I mean, maybe I never did. Uh, when I was in school, I never put a Rolodex together. I came around once there was phones and contact lists and, uh, and I guess like a, an address book. Maybe you had that, but I never had a, an office Rolodex. But I was trying to think about that a little bit. Uh, when you're trying to think about a professional network or just, you know, the, the address book of people that you know, how do you handle that? How do you manage that? And as I was going through my addresses, even just the phone numbers and addresses that I have in my phone, I hardly really have any. I really hardly have any uh, kind of established connections with the people that I know a lot of the time. So I, I have more, at least as it was a day ago before I unfriended everyone, soon to be refriended. But until so I unfriended everyone on Twitter and Facebook, uh, I had, I had w- more connections, more phone numbers, more email addresses sort of associated through my contact list on Facebook versus the address book of phone numbers and addresses in my phone. And so I'm kind of going through now and thinking, well, who do I want to be in contact with? Who do I want to have the information of? And so I'm trying to go through a little bit and be uh, a little bit more specific, kind of reach out and say, hey, uh, I'm interested in what you're doing or I'm following your stuff and it's cool, but I'm gonna, I want to try and like uh, select people that I'd want to have the, the information from. I want to try and reach out to and, and kind of participate with in some more personable way other than just sort of uh, considering it like a, a, a voiceless, faceless social account. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's kind of a brief rundown of some of the social rebuild, rebuild stuff. But uh, I'm going through Facebook right now. I'm going to try and uh, pull up friends and family stuff again, and then I kind of reach out again, dropping like companies and brands and marketing stuff. And I'm really trying to go through it for the more authentic creators and artists in. I don't know, it's a creative studio or, or whatever it is. It can be still a business or something, but I'm trying to get into that a little bit more and uh, I guess trying to move on a little bit from just sort of the weight of the past that sort of accumulates. It's like a messy room. It's like trinkets that build up in a messy room or like some of these dead weight relationships or not even relationships, but dead weight connections that aren't even really associated with you. It's just something, you know, you're trying to network for business six years ago and you've kind of outgrown that whole idea now. So drop it, get, move on from it. You know, it's not really a personable thing. Drop it, move on. So, uh, I'm kind of trying to follow that advice a little bit and do that. It's also interesting. I'm trying to get more cash. Like I was talking about at the beginning with uh, the wedding work, right? Um, or the, I'm sorry, the taxes it's tax day. So with that, like I was saying, I want to try and book more weddings this year under the name of my business so that I can have something to file for income for taxes uh, uh, for the tax year 2018. And uh, to do that, I'm trying to look up and get connected with people who need photographers. And uh, so I'm trying to w- reach out right now for to try and like get leads for wedding photographers or you know for people that need a wedding photographer for a date coming up uh, during the summer months of uh, 2018 and uh, trying to figure out a way to get booked for some stuff like that. But uh, it's kind of interesting going through the system and like looking for where these leads exist. And um, I don't know, I guess everybody sort of has their systems for it. A lot of people go with word of mouth. I, I kind of understand that, but I also don't understand that kind of not really being associated with wedding photography already or not being associated with a specific market. Like I'm, I'm in Eugene and it's not really the wedding market that I'm working in here in Eugene. It's probably, you know, like up in a more metropolitan area that there's going to be whatever I'd be doing. So I'm going through and I'm trying to find uh, some of those things now and uh, trying to look up, I don't know, like elopements. That's really like all all that is listed a lot of the time is uh, uh, sort of silly stuff that people are trying to put together. But I'm kind of scanning through there and uh, trying to find a good way to, to manage leads for getting some photo jobs. And really, I'm trying to find some other stuff, too. Like, you know, you, you think outside of the, the market for wedding photography, but there's a lot of stuff in freelance work or in 
I don't know, just in, you know, contract work or production work, whatever that is for, uh, for content creation. It's weird, you know, like with so much content going up online now and so many companies needing to be involved in the creation of communications and content and media, you think there would be just a more active market or more active set of voices that are, that are trying to need that kind of work. But really around here, when you scan around, it's just, uh, it's kind of goofy people looking for free photos of them to put up on their Instagram. I'm looking at that a lot. It's kind of funny. You know, I've ta- I'll talk about this trend for a second. As I'm going through looking at listings, trying to find some leads that are associated for photography, really just in kind of the, the mindset of like a gig, you know, like a one-off job that would pay a bit out that, uh, that I can I could participate, I could meet somebody, could get some experience. Um, but, uh, but when I look through there, there's a lot of these that offer no pay and are from someone new in the area looking to have a photo shoot or sorry, looking looking to create content. That's what they say. They don't really talk about photos or modeling. They want content of them participating in the world so that they can put that up on social media and, I don't know, be a way more fly entrepreneur or something. Whatever they think their game is, I don't think it's really going to work for them, but that's what they're listing. And it's kind of funny to see that. Oh, a photo job for no pay to hang out with some D-bag who thinks he's an entrepreneur hustler. Maybe I won't do that photo job. So that's the uh, the fun, lucrative world of booking photo gigs. <laughs> uh, and uh, I guess that's uh, that's where I'm at right now. So um, along with that and trying to figure out how to get my email working on my phone, that's about everything I've been up to for this weekend, at least. I'm trying to figure out some stuff for the, the wooden shoe tulip farm right now. I've got a photo shoot coming up there soon, and that's a... I guess now a state famous and made world famous wooden shoe tulip farm. It's like that five acre field of multicolored tulips that's uh, up in northern Oregon near Woodburn. And it's uh, beautiful this time of year. It's it's just really beautiful, colorful, uh, unlike, or it's really surreal. It's unlike a lot of places that you would see, you know, around anywhere else in the world. But uh, a big tourist attraction for uh, folks in the Portland area, but I'm going up there to do a commercial shoot next week, which I'm pretty excited about. I think it's kind of cool, but I'm trying to figure out some stuff to prep for that. And I always get nervous about these things. Like, how's it going to come together? Is stuff going to come out right? It's been pretty cloudy and rainy all of April, so maybe that'll throw the other way and we'll get lucky with some warmer weather or, you know, some clear weather, some colorful weather. Colorful weather, right, is um, blue skies, and sunshine in the evening so I can get these tulips to pop. On a gray day with clouds, it's just going to look sort of flat, right? So, um, yeah, that's uh, some of the stuff that I'm trying to put together. Yeah, it's so fun. Uh, But, yeah, doing well this week, and I probably have another one of these podcasts coming up, I guess, sometime later this week. I'm trying to do about two or so of these a week, but I got a handful of projects I'm working on. I'm off to a cemetery headstone shop. I don't even know what the rest of that sentence would be. I'm off to to this place that makes cemetery headstones to talk to them about a great-great-great-great-grandfather I have who's buried at a grave in the Eugene area. I think he was like the first relative to come to Oregon. So that's the errand I'm off to, to run and do now and, and get an update to that headstone. Pretty fun. So, once again, you've been listening to the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. You can check my stuff out at billynewmanphoto.com or at Billy Newman on Instagram. And uh, I still put stuff up, but I'm not following anybody right now. I guess that'll soon change. Thanks a lot for listening to this episode of the podcast. Have a great day.